Becca. It's almost the new year. It's almost 2024. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I'm here on Telling It Our Way today. We're doing something a little bit different. So we wanted to look back at this season and hear from all of our season contributors who are each going to share their New Year's resolution. We also will have a special guest with us today, someone whose name you have heard on every single episode, but who we've never gotten to talk to yet. And this is our associate producer, Connor Smenner. Hi, how are you guys? We're excited you're here. I'm excited to be here. We invited Connor because we thought before we close out this season with our season's contributors sharing their resolutions, we would chat a little bit about telling it our way behind the scenes. And Connor has been an important part of making things work here. Yeah, so we'll come back to you, Connor. But first, we wanted to backtrack a little and talk about how we got here, how, how the show's origins, where our storytellers are coming from, all that stuff. So I'll let you take that away, Allie. So it's really funny because... I was just driving in my car and I had one of those, um, I believe you call them your driveway moments, right? Where you're listening and you stop and you hear an announcement. And I heard the call for the Voices Around Us podcast initiative. And I immediately thought, oh, we need to do that. And when I, when I said we need to do that, I thought of my wonderful colleague, Becca, you. Oh, uh, that's me. <laughs> and in particular, because, Becca, I've been watching you put on these amazing storytelling workshops all year and maybe even for the year previous mm-hmm. to that. And so I thought there's all these wonderful stories that I've been getting to hear and witness in the making. And it seems like we get to share them with audiences that are great audiences for an in-person event, but that these storytellers deserved a much bigger platform. Yeah, and so you gave me a call, and I was like, of course, I definitely want to do that. How much work could this possibly be? It turned out it was a lot. (laughs) It it doesn't help that um, Becca and I are both professors, and we work on an academic schedule, and this was finals week. And so I was coming off of a research sabbatical, so I had a lot of energy, and I called Becca and I said, I know that you're about to grade about 100 final exams, but here's this really great idea. Do you want me to submit the application for it? Yeah, and I was like, anything to avoid these exams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All good projects come out of procrastination from doing something else. Right. So we'll we'll share more about our behind-the-scenes activities um, as we kind of move through the episode. But before we get to that, I think I'd like to share our first set of resolutions. Yeah, so we're going to start off this set with Phyllis. Phyllis is one of our first contributors from our very first episode about romance. Yeah, and then you'll also hear from Zoe, Jordan and Courtney, Taylor... Tyler, Sophie, and the other Jordan. (laughs) I'm working on cleaning my place, and hopefully we'll start planning our wedding. When I'm done with school, like Anthony Wayne, I'm going to be going to another school, which is Penner Career Center. And I'm going for job training. My resolution is um, I'm going to drink less coffee and um, I'm going to work on sign language with Teddy more. I would like to partake in new, in new activities and get to know the people around me. My New Year's resolution was that I want to propose to my girlfriend in the future. I, I do love business. I'd like to start my own company one day. Like, I'm like a science company. Like, yeah, advanced science. 
Yeah, looking out more, because I've been looking out, and I want to keep looking out more, and I want to have um, think positive things about by myself, because I always say negative things. I want to keep looking out constantly and think positive thoughts about myself. I just want to make sure we just live equal in Librium balance, or Libra is this my zodiac sign, to make sure us humans and animals live coexistence. That was a great first set. I'm feeling really inspired for what I want to do in the next year. I know it's feel it's always so great to have people share their resolutions and feel hopeful that if other people are going to work towards all of these great things, whether it's romance or celebrating in their community, that there surely must be something that I can work towards too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so before we get into our next set of resolutions, we want to talk a little bit more about the show. So here, I want to tell you all about some other people whose names you hear a lot. That's our advisory board, Gavin Daly, Joe Rita Fox, and Quinn Thomas, who we invited to review our proposals for the show, review our topics for the season, our approach to inviting storytellers. These are all people with disabilities in our community who serve as uh, self-advocates and, and really kind of community leaders. And we wanted to make sure that we were approaching the show the right way. And that's actually how we met Connor too. So Connor and I met because he is currently serving on the Board of Developmental Disabilities for Lucas County. And we had initially thought that that maybe he would be a member of our advisory board too, but instead you were meant to have a much larger role. So so Connor, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do here? Well, hi everybody. My name is Connor Smenner um, and I, as Becca said, am the associate producer for Telling It Our Way. And basically, some of my duties uh, behind the scenes are editing all of the transcripts that you guys um, can read through uh, with each episode, and then doing some uh, light editing work as well, Um, and then being able to hear and listen to all of the stories that have uh, been on throughout the season has really been eye-opening for me. Um, I've really gotten to hear a lot of different perspectives from a lot of different people, and I've really enjoyed it, so... Connor, what appealed to you about the podcast project in the first place? First and foremost, uh, it was just another platform for individuals with disabilities, their voices to be heard. And I'm, you know, all for um, individuals with disabilities sharing their story and sharing, you know, how they got to where they are today and, um, you know, sharing how they get through life on a day-to-day basis and I think it's important for individuals to learn through others and learn from experiences that all of these people have gotten to share uh, throughout the season and I hope that as listeners you guys have gotten you know valuable information out of it and it's inspired you and I hope that you guys will hopefully continue to do another season um, and we get to hear more stories uh, from more people in the community and hear more about how they get through their day-to-day lives. 
Connor, you are a community leader in your own right in terms of uh, promoting inclusion and the rights of people with disabilities. And so I wondered if you might share a little bit about your own background. Yep. So I, um, I'm i currently serving as a board member on the Lucas County Developmental uh, Board of Disabilities, where I help with uh, duties like budgeting, the board's dollars for what they go to, and then I also help individuals who uh, might need vocational services or different things like that within the uh, Lucas County community, uh, whether that's, you know, counseling services or things like that um, through the board. And the board has really helped me to be able to connect with these individuals um, and get them the services that they need so that they can improve their overall quality of life. How do you find yourself in a position to serve on a board like that? I like to say um, things happen for a reason and, you know, some things are just put in front of me and, you know, opportunities are there and I should take them because me, myself, I I also have a physical disability um, and my whole life I've kind of known what it's like to live with one and I want to help others live their best life possible and if that means me helping to provide services for them so that they can do that I'm all for that um, because it wouldn't be if I didn't have you know services through county providers and state providers and things like that I wouldn't be where I am today Mm -hmm. so it's also part of me kind of quote unquote giving back to the community in the way that I see fit. Connor, will you tell us just a little bit about your own podcast aspirations? So (laughs) I actually have edited quite a few different podcasts in my repertoire and I also have aspirations to kind of do my own podcast one day. You know, I just want to talk about you know, my story and kind of, you know, how I came to be, you know, and how I've made it um, as far as I have in the community and in the, you know, greater Toledo area, I think. Um, And also, you know, interviewing people who have had similar experiences or interviewing, you know, individuals who provide services for other individuals with disabilities, whether that be, you know, technology, housing, vocational services, um, or a whole host of things, just to let people know and educate people that these services are out there for help if they need it. Well, Ali and I would love to be a guest on your podcast. (laughs) I would love to have you. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more with Connor, but I want to hear some more resolutions. Oh, yes, please. Up next, we have Diana starting us out. We heard from Diana a couple weeks ago when she shared her favorite sandwich that she ate as a kid. And we're going to hear about from her first regarding some of her resolutions for 2024. Then after that, we'll hear from Darius, Christopher, Cass and Brad. Paul and Jen. Probably go to Florida. Have my friend come see my 
new apartment, visit my brother in West Virginia. I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want a sweetheart. Well, we're hoping, hopefully, we continue this relationship and hopefully whatever our futures holds, mm -hmm. we will be ready and hopefully start a new life together. I do want to like move out and, and have my own place. The biggest New Year's resolution that I have for the coming year is to show what I have become and be something greater to everyone I know, but to be something greater in the company I cherish. I would say lose some weight. Another great set of resolutions. That's, again, making me feel like I'm slacking off a little bit. Well, so Connor and Becca, do you guys have any resolutions? Are you resolution makers or are you very much opposed to resolutions? Because I feel like there's two kinds of people in the world, the ones who make resolutions and the ones who refuse to do so. I like to be just pleasantly surprised by my successes. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. I mean, I'm kind of the same way, I would say. I wouldn't say I'm opposed to resolutions. I don't generally set them just because I feel like a lot of people are like, they set resolutions and then it gets to February and they're like, oh, I forgot. So I just kind of let, as Becca said, let my successes kind of pleasantly surprise <laughs> me and kind of take each day as it comes. So I, I do have a resolution for next year, and, and maybe it's a little bit of a cop-out, but I'm, I'm really excited to make more Telling It Our Way. I mean, I think this podcast has been such a, a joy to create and, and both to kind of bring on folks that I've already known and have friendships with, as well as to meet a whole bunch of new people across Ohio and across the country who have such rich stories to share and and there are so many more out there and I just want to know them all. You know, you stole my resolution. I'm a very much a resolution maker. I like to make long lists of resolutions so I at least am guaranteed to to hit one of them if I have like 30 resolutions, right? Certainly one of my top resolutions was to continue telling it our way and to continue hearing new stories. And so I thought that was a really good opportunity to tell our listeners a little bit about these storytelling workshops that you have been doing for years with folks with IDD and DD and how you came about doing those storytelling workshops and what that process is like in terms of putting those stories together. We alluded to the fact that we'd share a little bit about this earlier in the season, about how we develop these stories, how we work with our storytellers to, to share their stories on the podcast. I have been doing storytelling workshops with, with artists and with self-advocates with intellectual and developmental disabilities for about five years now. And usually that involves, you know, a six to eight week workshop where we come together every week for an hour, two hours to create these 
monologues, essentially. That's what you've heard here on the podcast, too. Um, And many of our storytellers this season have participated in those workshops with me, and the stories that they shared were the stories they developed in in those workshops. So these are things that, you know, you're not telling the story off the cuff, but you're drawing deep into your memory, you're creating a first draft, you're getting feedback from a big group, you're editing that draft, and then you're you're learning how to present that story as a performance, right? And so it takes some practice, it takes some development, but these are all stories that are coming from from people's real memories. It's just a matter of kind of refining them through editing and facilitating and and so forth. And so that's how we kind of, that's the the root of of this podcast too. And then we had a number of people who had never done storytelling before, or certainly we'd never met before, who we would schedule some meetings with before we we invited them on the show and we'd learn a little bit about the stories that they wanted to tell. We'd offer some feedback onto how they might tell that story. Sometimes we wrote together. Sometimes they wrote their own story and brought it in. And so you get a whole bunch of, of variants on how these stories came together. But ultimately, yeah, like I said, they're all coming directly from all of our storytellers, their ideas that they're coming up with themselves. We organize some of our topics, our episode topics, based on the kinds of stories people wanted to tell. That's how we developed each episode of the series. So as we imagine season two of Telling It Our Way, we're going to work with our advisory board to come up with a collection of themes of things that will probably extend some of the conversations that we've started. So we already know that the advisory board wants to do an episode on sex, not just romance, but sex. So we will let our listeners know when that's coming. So we know that the advisory board has ideas about the kinds of of themes that they want to tackle for season two. And so we'll start recruiting storytellers, either through local storytelling workshops here, or if you are are a listener who has a story that you want to tell or a theme that you want to hear about, we would love to hear from you. And you can get in contact with us on the WGTE website. And I think that I'm really excited to hear from storytellers from across Toledo, from across Ohio, from across the country about the kinds of things that you want to share. What I think is so special about storytelling is that you get to decide what's important to you. You get to decide which piece of yourself that you want to share with the world. And so we want to know which pieces do you want to share with the world. So please get in touch with us. I think sometimes we think, okay, we have our one shot to tell a story, and we try to fit our entire life story into that. And we want to let our listeners know, you don't have one shot. You have a lot of shots. And we might hear from some of the folks from season one. We might hear from them again for season two, because we all have more than one story to tell. So I want to encourage listeners to think about their life stories in installments, because I think that's what makes it really interesting when you can kind of zoom in on a theme in your life and and sort of talk about that. Yeah, definitely. So that's enough from us. We we have one more set of resolutions that we want to share with you. This one, we're kicking it off with Davina and then Matthew, who both participated in our community episode. Then we have Joe Rita, Becca and Derek, Brandon, Leah, and then we'll close out with Molly. For the future, I want to be like to be independent, like uh, ed- uh, education, having a job. I guess to see a peaceful world. I know a few people are going through a few things right now. 
the outside of work and inside of work. Hopefully, they get over. Hopefully, they find a way to fix what's wrong and they get better from it. Well, my New Year's resolution is something that I have been doing for the last month or so, but I would just like to stay on two feet. When I came back from orthopedic rehab the first time, I fell four times and wound up in the hospital and um, rehab a second time. So now I'm doing really well and I haven't fallen yet, but my resolution is not to fall. I want to stay on those two feet. I do not want to see anybody like hard as uh, nobody on the streets. I don't like it. I don't want to see people struggling like we did. I just don't want nobody being in our shoes, having our, sh our shoes. Don't want to have them just find help, you know. Do what you got to do, fight until you, you get your rights to them. Try to get everything back to normal. Try to not not throw it over the bone. Just try to fight until you find a place. To become the best music man in all of Ohio. Whenever they need me for music music gigs, I can go out there and help them out. Um, I have a lot, but my favorite two. The first is that. I want to finish getting my book published online. I'm working on writing a fan fiction story, so I want to get that published next year. And secondly, I want to reach my goal weight of 140 pounds. My New Year's resolution would be continue on the Ohio DD console. It is made with people that have a disability or people that have somebody with a disability. It's so awesome to have all of our contributors back from the season and to hear what they're planning and looking forward to in 2024. Yeah, and before we end, we just want to offer a special thanks to our associate producer, Connor Smenner, who's here with us. In the studio, in the flesh. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us and for sharing that behind-the-scenes work here at Telling It Our Way. Yeah. Um, and as always, we want to offer a special thanks to our Telling It Our Way advisory board members, Joe Rita Fox, Quinn Thomas, and Gavin Daly. Special thanks to our WGTE producer, Chris Pfeiffer. Chris Pfeiffer, who's always in the studio with us. Thank you so much for everything, Chris. <laughs> and to access transcripts for the show and any other show notes, please visit wgte.org slash ourway. I'm Allie Day. And I'm Becca Monsalione. And this is Connor Smenner. Yes. And you've been listening to Telling It Our Way. WGTE. Voices around us. WGTE is supported in part by American Rescue Plan Act funds allocated by the City of Toledo and the Lucas County Commissioners and administered by the Arts Commission.